Welcome to episode 32 of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Today's guest is Mark Given. After his education at The Ohio State University and Elon College, Mark spent 20 years as CEO of a multi-state retail sales and rental company that grew to 47 locations. The next 18 years have included international speaking and teaching, being a realtor, volunteer, and community leader. Mark has invested tens of thousands of hours speaking and teaching his life and business, changing trust-based philosophy systems. Listen in on today's podcast as Cody and Mark dive into the trust-based philosophy. And now, Cody B. Hey everybody, this is Cody Bateman. Welcome to another episode of our Relationship Marketing Podcast. Real excited for our guest today. We're going to get with him in just a second. I always like to do a quick shout out to all of our listeners uh, those of you who are downloading this podcast and the audience gets bigger and bigger every week. And we just appreciate you taking the time to sharpen your saw, taking the time to educate yourself on new methodologies of doing business. And boy, I'll tell you, today in today's world, relationship marketing do it, done the right way is, is it's critical. It's key to your business uh, at every level. It's key at the C level. It's key at the sales level. It's key in customer support. It's key everywhere. I mean, it, the relationships are everything, especially in today's marketplace. And that's what we focus on with this podcast, uh, focus on how relationships, genuine relationships work in business, how to generate it, how to maintain them. And I'll tell you, we bring on guests that are just amazing on this subject, just amazing on this subject. In fact, today, Mark Given, Mark Given is our guest today. Mark, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with our audience. Uh, a lot of our audience already knows who you are, but those who don't, we're going to do a little bio on you in just a second. But oh, I got to tell you, I was so excited for this. You know, I've gotten, Mark's got a series of books we're going to talk about in a second, but uh, trust-based, you're the trust-based guy. I mean, you know, so if you just, if you just look at that, you know, you, it's like you're starting a franchise or uh, if you will, or a, a brand for sure of books that are trust, trust based is kind of the brand. So obviously trust based fits very well with our messaging. So we're, we're excited to have you on before I introduce you, I'm going to do something a little backwards today. Normally we introduce you, but I'm going to have you talk before I introduce you today. Um, Trust base. Just tell us real quick, what, what what do you mean? I mean, you're the trust base guy. Like you're building a franchise, trust base. So, what is trust base to you? What does that even mean? Well, I, I call myself the founder of the trust base philosophy because um, realistically, all success in life and business it, it begins with trust and it ends when trust deteriorates or when it's gone. And the world is so in need. We all need to have people, businesses, organizations that we can trust. And, and so I have written a series of books on uh, how to build trust and how to maintain trust and then how to repair trust when you mess it up because sometimes we mess it up. So, and I've written it in different, uh, in different uh, themes, different categories of trust so that some are business related and, and some are personally related. All right, so let's talk about that real quick. Mark Given. Uh, been changing business and proven lice for nearly four decades. So you're one of those old guys like me. 
And we got a lot of young listeners, and you know, when we say four decades, a lot of our listeners weren't born four decades ago. So, uh, been around a long time. Um, he shared leadership training, sales mastery, and trust-based philosophy systems with thousands of people just like you and I. Uh, worked with hundreds of businesses across the world. You're also the CEO of a uh, retail business, if I remember right. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that, that was a big part of your experience set for getting into this trust-based stuff. I, uh, way back in uh, 1980, my father-in-law and I put, uh, we, we started a little business that was with a new concept back then called video cassette recorders. And, uh, and, and so we, we actually got into the electronic business like Best Buy and like Blockbuster Video. In fact, you combine that, that uh, combination, put them in small communities and on the East Coast, on North Carolina, Virginia. We, I ended up with uh, nearly 50 locations, 47 locations over a 20-year period. And, um, you know, had a lot, of, a lot of people that I had to work with, a lot of, a lot of uh, leadership responsibilities, a lot of relationship building along the way. And, um, and there's just so much that I learned from that experience that as, it, as I sold that business at the end of this past century, 1999, 2000, I sold that business and then began, began um, really teaching many of the things that I had learned as a CEO of a company about leadership, about selling, about uh, personal success, about networking, um, and, and, but all with the foundation of trust. Because if there is no trust, there is no success. And we, it all crumbles when people don't have faith and trust in you. So, so I've written a whole series of books on that whole uh, principle of building, maintaining, and repairing trust. Let's talk about that uh, prolific author, um, evidenced by his trust-based philosophy book series. I want to talk to you a little bit about this book series. There's four books now, brand new one today. Today. Brand new and out today, you just got a copy of it. And for those of us on YouTube, we'll have, uh, that are watching on YouTube, we'll have you, you show up. But let me just share real quick. So the first book was Trust-Based Leadership, uh, Proven Ways to Stop Managing and Start Leading, which obviously we're interested in. Second book was Trust-Based Selling, Proven Ways to Stop Selling and Start Attracting. And that's really in alignment with what we teach about relationship marketing the third book is Trust-Based Success, Proven Ways to Stop Stressing and Start Living. I, I can't wait to read that one. That's, that's always important. And brand new out today, fresh off of the presses, um, Trust-Based ne uh, Networking, Proven Ways to Stop Meeting and Start Connecting. Can you lift that one up for us? It's brand new, right? It's brand new. I mean, there you this, go. This is my first copy. This is the original. So, <laughs> so I'm excited to... The uh, the ship the uh, truck just delivered them so Fantastic. so I opened the box and pulled it out for, for just for this podcast so now I have I have your first three books I do not obviously don't have this one because it's brand new so I'll have to get my hands on a copy of that as well uh, I got to tell you you know as I go through and study some of your stuff and listen to you know some of your messages uh, first of all kudos brothers to to your message it's just incredible. Um, the importance of trust in today's world. In fact, that's kind of where I want to start. I want to talk about, you know, you got four books, four different uh, areas that trust-based is so important. And uh, I, I want to talk about it today because today's, first of all, you know, you've been doing this four decades. 
talk to our audience a little bit about why is trust, trust has always been important. Don't get me wrong. I mean, a trust is a very important attribute. <laughs> you got to you, you, you gotta build trust with people, period. But the question is, why is it so much more important in 2019 versus, say, 1985? Why is trust even more important today than ever before? Well, I'll tell you, the world has changed so much with technology as an example that uh, it used to be years ago, as I had my retail company, um, we used to say statistically that if you upset one person, <clears throat> if you offended one person, they would tell 10. But in today's world, we have instantaneous reviews, instantaneous comments, and instantaneous opinion. So trust now Although it was, it's always been a significantly important part of our lives, to now, today, companies, organizations, people have to watch constantly not only their behavior, but what people say about them and how, because the world now can see in a, in a millisecond, in a flash, somebody can post something or tweet something. I mean, good gracious, they can put it on Facebook or Instagram or all the other social media sites. It's just, more important than ever that we not only understand the concept of trust, which is many of the books that have been written are about the concept of trust, but the truth is there's four phases of trust that we need to pay attention to. One is our grand opening or how we're, how people, how we're presented and how people, we, we use a, a kind of a tough word called profiling, but it's how people profile us because while we're being, being profiled, we're also profiling. So, so that's really the first phase of trust. The second phase is what I call the rapport phase, and I teach people how to build rapport, how to build trust. And, and really, the simplicity of the beginning of that, the second phase, is that you listen more, and you ask more questions, and you talk less. In fact, um, I was doing an interview with Jack Canfield from the Chicken Soup of the Soul, and he, he said something to me that his wife had taught him years ago. He said, my wife taught me that I should spend more time being interested than trying to be interesting. And, and that's, so, that's so true. He, he is so correct on that. His wife was so correct on that. So the second phase is really the rapport building stage. The third phase of building trust is, is the maintenance phase. It's, it's being a giver. And that's clearly what you teach is being a giver instead of a taker. The world shuns takers, but they love givers. And that's the whole principle of the company which you run, which is to be generous and and kind in your giving to, to show appreciation. And then the, the last phase of trust is the repair phase, which is, hey, we're going to mess up. We all mess up. We say or do things. So it's how to recover. So, so my principle is not just trust is good. The world needs it. We're, we have milliseconds to, to, that people will comment on us, and we have to respond positively. But it, it's not just that, but it's understanding those four important phases, grand opening, rapport, uh, maintenance, and repair. So that's really what I speak on and teach on all over, all over the country. Okay, so all of our listeners right now, I hope you've got your pen and paper out and you're start writing some good notes because this is really, really good stuff and really, really important stuff. So if you, if you could, if you could just list those four things one more time for people to, to make sure you write those down because I, I want to touch on a couple of them. We probably won't have time to go into all four, I do want to touch on a couple of them because I've got some interesting questions 
okay. in a couple of areas. So what are the four one more time? Okay, so the first phase of trust is I call it the grand opening phase. It's how you present yourself. People judge us. They, uh, they make quick decisions on us. In fact, I'd like to come back and talk about that again in just a few minutes. Yep. But they quickly make a form an opinion on us, good or bad. Do they trust us? Do they not trust us? Are we competent? Are we uh, caring? And so, so that's the first phase. It's called the grand opening. That's what it's I call like, it. It's like the first impression. That's right. That's, you know, we were all taught that. You yeah. only have, you know, one opportunity right. to make a good impression. So a first good impression. So then the second phase is the rapport phase. That's how you build rapport with people. Uh, I, I call that the listening uh, phase, too, because that you do more listening. You ask more questions and you listen. People are generous with what they'll tell you if you're sincere and interested. And you can learn a wealth of information about people. Uh, and, and you know what? The most I think Dale Carnegie said that the, the uh, most important topic that you'll ever talk with anybody about or talk with anyone about is themselves. You know, you talk with them about themselves, man, they'll love you forever. So phase two is rapport building. Phase three then is maintenance. The simplicity of that is be a giver, not a taker. The world loves givers. And uh, you certainly teach that, that principle, Cody, about being generous and giving. And so it's the principles that we need to understand on how to be a giver, not just the principle or the thought, oh, I need to be generous. But, but how do you do it? How do you do it in a sincere way that people receive it so that they don't think that you have some ulterior motive? So right. how to be a giver. And then the fourth phase is the repair building phase or, you know, how do I apologize? How do I fix it when I mess it up? You know, what do I need to do? What are the steps of apology? Uh, you cannot, you cannot force someone to forgive you, but you certainly need to go through the process, a, a, a proper process of going through an apology and trying to repair the damage that you've made. So that's it. That's, that, there's a, Boy, I tell you what, we could talk for a couple days. Yeah, we could. We <laughs> just, could. Just those. Just those. We could. Well, I, I want to touch on the fourth one for a little bit, if we could, okay. the repair building phase. Sure. Um, a, a couple of things. Obviously, one of the first things that comes to my mind in repair building phase is the is one word. It's a single word. And I want you to talk about this. It's come up in a lot of our shows with other guests is the importance of transparency. So talk to us about how does transparency fit into this whole trust building, especially repair uh, phase? Well, the reality of transparency is, you know, obviously there's a couple different pieces of that we could talk about. We could talk about business transparency because all you got to do is open up your, your, you know, your computer and you can read articles or gosh, we used to read articles in newspapers and, you know, about, about companies that have destroyed their trust because they weren't transparent. But people are exactly the same way. When you are um, not authentic or when you try to be something you're not, or try to be someone you're not, people can see right through us. I mean, we, we might can fool people, but if we do, it's going to be brief. Our true colors, our true character always comes out. It always does. So, transparency is so critically important to building trust because if we're not transparent, we will destroy trust. 
and and it's hard to read. We can spend years and years and years building relationships of trust and destroy it in an instant. Transparency is so critically important. So I will say not only transparency, but let's add the other words to go with that. Integrity, right? Integrity is part of being transparent. Honesty is part of being transparent. Um, uh, you know, caring could be, you know, or, or empathetic. There's a difference between empathy and sympathy. So, so being sympathetic or empathetic, that's all part of being transparent. You know, in other words, it's showing what's here. What's, sure, what's sure. here, not here, you know, it's right. It's, yeah. It's, uh, our listeners are referring to head versus heart, you know, showing what it is in your heart. So, yeah, all right. I, this is what I want to get to. I want to talk about this and, and, you know, let's say that you know, a lot of people listening here, they're running their business. They're, they're really good at all of these things. Grand opening piece is good. Their first impressions are good. Uh, the rapport building, they, they're great listeners. They build rapport. They genuinely care about people. You know, we have a lot of avid students of our philosophy, and they are, they're good at this stuff. I mean, really good at this stuff. And maintenance, you know, they're giving more than they're taking. Uh, they're maintaining. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, the service they provide is impeccable. So they've got this stuff down. And every once in a while, there's mistakes made at, with every business. I mean, that doesn't you, nobody's perfect. So every business is going to have glitches and mistakes, different things. And so in that process, there's transparency, there's, there's fairness, there's integrity, there's honesty, there's doing the right thing. And there's a lot of businesses and a lot of people that really have all this stuff down. Challenge I see, because I want to speak to the challenge of those that have these things together. The challenge is even after all of that, and even after you treat everybody, you go above and beyond to make sure everybody's treated right. In today's negative world, with the ability for someone to comment as freely as they can comment, there are people that are going to talk smack on you no matter what you do. I mean, you can give them the word. You could send them a cashier's check for a thousand bucks and they'd post a negative comment saying you didn't send them cash. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and there's a lot of this. I mean, there's, there, there's just a lot of this going on. I want to talk to that because how, how do you, how do you handle that? Like, what do you do? I mean, is there a time when you stand up to and say, wait a minute, time out. You're going to say this stuff on me. Come on, time out. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, is there a time and a place to do that? You know, I would say yes to that, Cody. But realistically, the old phrase, the old, the old phrase has been around for generations. It says the customer is always right. We know that's not true. I mean, the customer <laughs> right. is not always right. They're just not always right. And, and sometimes they're just crazy. I mean, they've lost their minds. They're, not, they're unreasonable. So realistically... The, the, the steps to an apology are to recognize you did something wrong and admit it, right? So you recognize you did something wrong, you admit it. And then the next piece is you try to repair it. And that's really what you're, what you're really talking about. So we've recognized we've done something wrong. We've admitted that we've done something wrong. The third piece is we try to, we try to, uh, to in some way recover from it by saying, I understand how that makes you feel, or I can see how it, how I might feel if, it, if the roles were reversed and here's what I can do to repair it. And then the truth is now we get to the answer to your question. The truth is you recognize it, you admit it, you do what you can to fix it. 
And then there are just some people that are not going to accept whatever you offer, whatever is reasonable. They're, whatever you believe is reasonable, maybe even beyond reasonable, there are going to be some people that want to take advantage or they want to just be difficult, maybe even hateful people. And I, I'm not of the mindset that we should ever just cast anybody away forever. But the truth is, there are times when you need to separate yourself from those that business, that individual, because all the energy you put into that, I mean, you reach a point where there's no return and you're not going to return. And so there is, there are situations, although I hope they're minimum and they're minimal, that you would just say, you know what, I can't fix this for you. And so I'm not, I'm not the right person to, to work with anymore. Maybe you need to work with somebody else. or Maybe it's time for our relationship to end. It's time for me to, to, to walk away. You know, I still care about you, but we're done. And, and it's, hard, it's hard to do that, but sometimes you're, inv you're investing more time in a losing and you do have to separate yourself. Okay. So, so there's, there's, there's the level where you deal directly with that person yeah. and you do the things that you just mentioned, but there's also the public level. Today, everything's public. So there's a public level where they're, they're not only interacting with you in a negative way, they're publicly interacting to the public on forums and comments and Facebook groups and whatever it is. And they're, they're, they're posting stuff that non -true, untrue things. They're posting untrue things. They're fabricating stuff. They're blowing things out of proportion. They're doing all this kind of deal. And I'm asking you a question that I honestly don't know the answer to. I don't know the answer to this because let, let me tell you my experience. On occasion, we've had, like any business, on occasion, we've had these kind of things happen to us. I've always taken the position of the high road, always. I don't entertain it. I don't comment about it. I don't say anything. I, 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 in one-on-one -on -one with the person, we do everything we can. But in a public forum where they're spartan off, we take the high road. We don't, we, we don't post anything. And I got to be honest with you. I don't know if that's right. No. I really don't know if that's right because there are times when my loyal customers are saying, wait a minute, Cody, stand up here, yeah. stand up here and defend because you got an incredible business. And, and, uh, and then I like to say, well, great. Well, why don't you defend my business? Well, that's, yeah, the third party is always the better. That's right, right. I do have an answer for you on that. You, well, first of all, you're right. You should always take the high road. There's nothing, it's never right to do the wrong thing. It's never gonna, there's nothing good gonna come from that. So taking the high road is exactly what you should do. But let's go back to what I believe and what I teach. When I'm working with companies and they have negative comments or they have negative reviews, I always recommend that they respond. They respond in a positive way. Maybe, maybe not so much that they would tell the public, here's our situation or here's what happened. That's not always, a, that's not the best thing to do. The best thing to do is say, we apologize. We recognize that, you know, we have a, a, a challenge with this customer in this area and we are working to rectify it. So I would always say to, to you and to any other company, no, no comment, no response leaves the consumers wondering, do you right. care? Right? right? 
or do you not care? So right. I would always recommend that to build trust, you would respond. Take the high road, but you would always respond and say, we recognize that this customer, or you can name by name, hey, Mark, we recognize that, that, and, that you know, we failed you and we're doing everything in our, in our you know, um, everything that we possibly can to rectify the situation and just know we will do everything reasonable to satisfy you. And that's it. That's, that's all you it. Have. And leave it at that. And leave it at that. Because here's what happens. Don't, don't not respond. Yeah. And see, uh, I love this. I love this because this is really important that people understand. It, it is important to respond, but respond in a, nothing but a positive way. And, and, and going on those basic trust-based things that you're talking about, make sure those are in there, but then leave it at that. Because here, again, this is another side effect, if you will, to our social media world today is it's like everybody's got to get the last word in. So, you know, you, you do that and you do that whole thing and, and then they, they, they comment again. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, but, you're full of it. Yeah, they, yeah, they're saying all that stuff, but they haven't done nothing for me when we know we have. Sure. So but I see, think I believe the world when you post something and say, uh, "Here's here's what we're trying to do." You know, in other words, you're at least transparent enough using that word again to say, "Hey, we recognize that there's a problem here. We are trying desperately to resolve the situation." See, when you do that, people, are, most people. Not all people, but most people have enough common sense. If they get, if there's negative comments after that, they'll go back to your comment and say, "Well, hey, at least they're trying. You know, at least, at least Cody, or at least send out cards. At least, at least this organization is trying." And then you don't have to post. You don't have to comment anymore. It doesn't have to be an ongoing conversation. So, so I think there's some rules here. State, state your, uh, state your position. State your transparency. State your apology. State that you're doing everything you possibly can. Reasonable. And, and it's reasonable. It's reasonable. I always like to recommend that you. It's reasonable, reasonable, right? Your, your opinion of reasonable and their opinion. Right. They might be different. So. But state that, and then you're done, and that's the key. Yeah, is is so. So another rule I would I would probably add to that is. You don't have to get the last word in. In fact, don't try to get the last word in. <laughs> That's yeah. a better way to put the rule. Do not try to get the last word in. Let them do that. As long as you have stated exactly what your transparency is and you're doing the best that you can. I mean, this may seem trivial to some, but I'll tell you, this is a, this is an issue with business after business after business on how to properly handle uh, comments and, and uh, feedback and stuff like that. That's all public and that your other customers and prospects have a chance to look at. I would also so, say, let me add in that too, Cody, respond immediately. In other words, you want to do that sooner than later. Don't wait for a whole series, uh, you know, of, of common negative comments to be made before you, before you finally respond. So as soon as the, as soon as it happens, it's, as soon as you possibly can after it's happened and you, you have some clarity, respond then. And then, and, and then the world would know if they're paying, anybody's paying attention. Hey, at least, at least they're trying, they're at least trying to do something, right? They recognize and they're trying to do something. So your response as soon as later, a good example of that right now is what's going on with the, the airplane that um, the 737 Max or whatever 
and Boeing, uh, I'm not, I hate to use them as an example, but they waited a long time to respond. Yeah. Okay. Now they're trying to not, they're not just trying to build trust that they're trying to correct the problem, but now they've let all of this stuff build into just, I mean, it's just negative article after negative article. They just waited way too long to respond. And it looks like you're trying to hide something. Right. And they may not be, I mean, they may not be, they may have just really messed up, you know? So you just recognize it, admit it, post it, let it go. Then you try to solve the problem privately, you know, with that customer or client or, or whoever it is. Well, that's good stuff. It's really good stuff. I want to shift a little bit. Um, I'm an author just like you are, and, and what's fresh on your mind is the latest book, you know, so you've, you've gotten the latest book at, so I want to touch on your latest book right now. This is Trust-Based Networking. You held it up for us a second ago. Trust-Based Networking, Proven Ways to Stop Meeting and Start Connecting. Obviously, this is fresh on your mind. You're excited. You've got your first copy today. Just tell us, just give us a brief summary of, about what this book's about and why we should all be reading it. Well, this particular book was, is really about the fact that so many people that go out and try to build a business, um, they're trying to connect with people, and you know, they, they'll go out to programs or events or, or they'll go to social events. And, and it's just so often people, they, they just go about it all the wrong way. And the book is really about how to be more attractive in networking, uh, when you're in a networking opportunity or, or format, that you become more attractive to people so that you're not, you're not, you're not pushy, you're not salesy. Nobody likes an icky salesperson. People like to, well, you know, they like people that they resonate with and that they can connect with. So this book is really about connecting on a, on a deeper level. So it talks about, obviously, the pieces of trust that we've talked about. If there's any of the four phases that it spends more time on, more focus on than any, it's the, the grand opening phase. I, I really want to add this in so that they hear it. I found a, a study that Harvard did. They'd spent 15 years on this study, and they, they were studying attraction, and they were studying influence. And, but what was really interesting was, to me, was that of all the stuff that I had read in this big, long 15-year study, I was compelled to learn <clears throat> how quickly people decide. In other words, they see us for the first time, how quickly do they form that opinion on us? And, and without belaboring it, 50 milliseconds. Wow. People look at you and in, in less than a blink of an eye, people form an opinion of you, of, of me, and we do the same thing, our brains do the same thing. So they wired all these brains up and they, they could see how the brain would light up and they could, you know, and they're really trying to decide two things. Are you trustworthy? Are you competent or are you caring, right? So uh, do you have enough intelligence that, uh, you know, you're a reasonable person, not a psycho, right? And are you, do you have a good heart? Are, are you more willing to be kind and generous and giving than, than self-centered and uh, selfish and, you know, it's all about me? So this book is really about how to take your relationships, how to take your business and your personal relationships to a, a, a new level. It's not about dating. It's not, yeah. about, it's yeah. not about love. It's about a personal relationship. It's about how we can connect uh, on, a, on, a, on a deeper level, you know, so that we can be more successful both personally and professionally. 
So when uh, we're talking when we're talking about networking today, obviously there's different types of networking. There's there's belly to belly networking, the yeah. old fashioned way, and there's the online networking, which is really becoming kind of a dominant thing out there. So you know, how, are there different rules to digital networking versus uh, I'll call it tangible networking, yeah. where you're yeah. actually face to face with somebody? There are, but this book is really about the face to face belly right. to belly. That's what this book is really about. You know, I, I am certainly an advocate. We're, we wouldn't be talking today if it wasn't for technology. So right. Technology is critically important to where we are in today's world. But realistically, technology will never really replace, you know, getting together, breaking bread, having a conversation. Um, you know, those have been, why would you ever have events like you have if networking on that level wasn't so critically important? Right. Um, you know, online dating may work for some, but they still have to get together. Gotta get together. Yeah, we got to get together. So, so my forte, my strength is really on what happens when we get together, not on social media or electronic communication. Uh, it's really about how how do we how do we make good impressions, build trust, and and maintain trust in this personal face to face stuff. So we're big believers in the BNI organization, Business Network International. Dr. Ivan Meisner is a good friend of mine. Um, you know, I, I, do you have experience with BNI or other networking groups? Yeah. Or? You know, I, because I'm in a rural area, we don't have a BNI here, but I have known a lot of people that have participated. I'm an advocate of that and those networking type groups and those referral-based groups. And and he's done a wonderful job with BNI. I mean, what a what a great organization he's formed. And, uh, you know, it's tremendously successful. It certainly works on, you know, obviously they get together and they meet person to person and they exchange business ideas and business connections. What a great philosophy. Givers gain. Givers gain is his philosophy. And, you know, as, as we read your books, you know, you definitely have that as part of your philosophy as well. You even said that in this book that you wrote in the the power of human connection. Uh, You said, that which you appreciate, appreciates, right? And, and that's the point. I mean, when you get together with people, you appreciate them, it appreciates. It's the, it's the uh, law of reciprocity. You know, it's, it's the go-giver philosophy, you know? So it's, it's just, it's a correct principle, no matter how you get around. Always has been and always will. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a lot of salespeople that tune into this uh, and are regular, you know, they're, they're regular at tuning into each and every week uh, with our different podcasts. Uh, one of your books, the second one out is true, true, uh, excuse me, trust-based selling, proven ways to stop selling and start attracting. I love those words. Obviously you see those words throughout my book, stop selling and start attracting. Tell us about that. What, what's, what's the difference? You know, I spent my, I spent my life, uh, my adult life in involved in sales. We, we're all selling something, you know, even my wife and I just celebrated our 41st wedding anniversary. And when we got together that first time, I was, I was selling as hard as I could ever sell, you know? So whether it be a business or life, we're always selling something. And I wrote that book about the business side, which is, and I said this just a little while ago, earlier in the podcast, that nobody likes an icky salesperson. People do like to buy. They want their problems solved with products and programs, and whether it be an app or a, you know, any, any kind of product. But the truth is they want to buy from somebody that they can trust. They want to buy from somebody that in, 
They don't feel like it's, you know, they're being hoodooed by it. And so this, that book, the trust-based selling book, Proven Ways to Stop Selling and Start Attracting, is that how to stop chasing people and attracting people. So that, so that rather than being, you know, in the world where you just chase more people down to do business with them, you, 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 you run your business in such a way that you not only have long-term relationships with people, but then they become your best marketing source because they tell all their friends and associates and, you know, they become, I, I like to say, and I think Seth Godin was actually the one that said it, that you turn the megaphone, right? You, you flip the megaphone. So instead of shouting out, you, you just, you're just, you're just being generous and giving, you run your business right. And then, and then all of these customers and people, then they just rave about you so that they do all the things that you'd spend a, a ridiculous amount of money to market. That's actually the beauty of what you do, the simplicity of those cards, the simplicity of the, the way it makes people feel. I mean, I talk about that in the book, just the fact that if you send out a card, a thank you note to somebody, there's not a single thank you card that ever goes out that doesn't get read unless it doesn't reach the person. Right. But if you got 50 pieces of mail, the chances are you might open, most people would open that thank you card first, right? They'd yeah, there's, there's actually stats on that. Uh, greeting card is 11 times more likely to be opened than any other piece of mail. So it's, and, then, and you even said fewer than 3% of business people send a thank you card. Right. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's <laughs> unbelievable. And it's such a simple principle. And, and actually, it's all about habits. So what I write about in, in that in the trust-based selling book is to have the right kind of habits so that you would be more attractive. So instead of repulsive, being repulsive, right, you, you'd attract people. They'd want to do business with you. And your program, your, you know, the, the whole philosophy of what you do is that principle, be more attractive, attract instead, you know, instead of, don't be an icky salesperson. Nobody likes an icky salesperson, right? So you be more attractive, you'll do more business. Yeah, good stuff. It's really, really good stuff. So how do how do we get your books? I mean, I'm sure you're on Amazon and that. Just kind of give us a plug here real quick because I'd love for our listeners to be able to get access to your, your content. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I even want to do something generous, if you don't mind. I didn't run this by you ahead of time. Um, they can go to my website and buy the books or they can go to Amazon and buy the books. But then you got to pay the retail price. I'm just thrilled with what you do. And I mean that sincerely that that I want to help your people that that are trying to succeed. If they if they just email me to uh, mark at uh, markgiven.com, instead of paying that twenty five dollar retail, um, we'll ship them a book. We'll, we'll they can have the book for ten dollars, and then we'll fifteen the we'll, five will cover the shipping. So I can we'll save them some money if they if they would like to come direct to me uh, by just sending me an email. You know, then I'll make sure that my daughter, Carrie, who handles all that, will just ship them a book. We'll make arrangements for them to pay it with a credit card or whatever. And, uh, and I'll save them some money. And they can have a choice of any of them. They could buy any or all for uh, $10 and the $5 shipping. So instead of $25 a book, because we're on this podcast, I'd, I'd like for them, if, if they feel like that the information would be valuable and relevant, then let's save them some money too, because if they go direct, yeah, that's great. We, we I can sell it for less. Yeah, we appreciate the offer. So, Mark at markgiven.com. You can uh, email there. 
Uh, they can find me on my website at markgiven.com. I'm easy to find. So, so the offer is $10 plus shipping, which is probably five, five, five bucks. So it'd be a total of $15. In United, yeah, in the United States. So if they go to Amazon, it's probably going to be twice that amount at least yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, to get it there. So no, we, appre we appreciate that very much. I got to tell you, you know, and I, I, I want to share this with all of our listeners. I have stacks of books. Like I said, I've got a studio at my home and I, all the books I just kind of keep stacked. And all the books that I have stacked are books written by my podcast guests. So I get copies of, of their books. I got copies of your books uh, and I have these stacks of books. And so it seems daunting. It seems daunting for me to get through all these books, but on a weekly basis, I'm doing these podcasts. Most people that I have on as guests have, have a book they have out. I get a copy of their book and I may not read the book word for word all the way through before the podcast, but I always at least browse through the chapters. Something catches my interest. I get into it. I got to tell you the quality of my mind and my heart has just expanded tenfold since I've started that habit. And that is what it is. It's a habit. Every week I have to do a podcast and typically there's a book attached to the podcast. So it kind of puts me in the habit of, okay, well, I'm going to either read the book all the way through, or I'm going to at least summarize the book. But my good, and I'm a reader, like I read lots of books anyway, but on top of my normal reading, I'm doing this um, and how it's broadened and expanded my 55 year old mind is unbelievable. And the reason I share that with our listeners is, when you get these offers to buy these books, first of all, I am recommending that you get Mark's books. Uh, probably, well, I haven't seen I haven't seen the networking first, but I definitely would recommend uh, trust-based selling for sure. Um, I'd recommend them all, but you know, if you want to choose one first, that's that's the one I would choose first is trust-based selling. But this isn't a sales pitch, guys and girls. It's not a sales pitch. This is this is a way to enhance your life. You know, if, if, if you go to a bookstore, if you go to Amazon, there's thousands of books to choose from. How do you choose a book today? How do you choose a book today? I mean, there's, you know, but if you come onto a podcast and you're able to, to, to listen to the author and you're able to get some insight from them and you take some notes down that mean something, how much more powerful is a book they wrote going to be for you? So I highly encourage you to take advantage of these kinds of offers um, readers are leaders, man. Readers are leaders. There's just no question about it. And I'm sure they can download these on Audible too. Is that right? Actually, not yet. I mean, these actually, all these trust books are so new, Cody, that we have not put them on Audible yet. So they will be, but they're not yet. Um, they just, the, all three of the, the first three trust-based uh, philosophy books, um, leadership, selling, and success came out last year. And wow. this, uh, this is the networking is this year. So I'll probably write, I haven't decided yet, but I've got some more uh, goals to, to write some other books in this series um, as, you know, as I, um, I just have to be inspired on which, sure. which one next, you know. Sure. So. Excellent. Well, Mark, we sure appreciate you being on the show with us today. I always like to close our shows by kind of giving you the floor. You know, typically in a podcast, it's question based and, you know, you, 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 you answer questions and whatever, but, 
I always like to give uh, my guests the freedom at the end of the show to, to tell us whatever you want. Just keep it clean, but uh, <laughs> but just whatever you want. You know, golden nuggets from Mark yeah. Given. Go ahead. I'm the trust guy, so you don't have to worry about me saying anything that would offend. Right, right. Now, here's here's really what I would add. First of all, thank you, Cody, for allowing me the opportunity to to even be with, on your show and to have your listeners that would listen in. It's it's an honor, and I appreciate so much that you would do that and allow me to do it. But I would say that, you know, we're all human beings, and we all want and need the same thing, which is to build relationships with people. Trust is such a critical piece of, of our lives, whether it be our personal lives with our uh, significant other or spouses or children, you know, in, in my case, grandchildren now. And, uh, and, and building trust, maintaining trust is such a, a critical part of life and happiness and finding joy. But, but it also is such a significant part of business that in order to be successful in business, and, and I would say to be highly successful in business, you, you've got to build trust on a level that people will want to find you, do business with you, and recommend you. Because real success in business is built by building relationships that are long lasting and then building additional business that comes from those, uh, from those initial, you know, pieces of business. So we call them referrals, right? So I, I would say that whether you read my books or not, or ever, or, uh, or ever, you know, maybe even come to a program that I speak at, I would say we can all recognize that trust that success in business and life begins with trust and it ends when there is no trust. Wow. So I'm grateful that I have the opportunity every week to go out to speak to people, organizations and associations and companies and uh, sometimes colleges and schools, sometimes young people. And, and that no matter what age, young or old, we all have the same challenge, which is to build and retain uh, and, and create and maintain relationships. And that comes through building trust. And I'm so grateful that I actually get a chance to talk about that all the time. I teach correct principles and I try to help people succeed in business and life. And what a blessing. So it's a blessing to be, you know, with you and your listeners today. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you. There you have it, everybody. Mark Given, uh, the author of the Trust Based Series books. Uh, make sure you get your copy. You can get a special uh, offer at mark at markgiven.com, which is his email. Do you have a website? What, what's yeah, what? Just markgiven.com. You can go to markgiven.com and check that out. So appreciate you being on with us. I uh, want to remind everybody we got our big uh, first, uh, first ever Relationship Marketing Grand Summit coming to Salt Lake City August 7th, 8th, or excuse me, August 8th and 9th. I encourage everybody to get there, Salt Lake City, August 8th and 19th, 8th and 9th, uh, 17 key speakers, uh, top influencers in marketing, sales, relationship marketing. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event, amazing networking event. Uh, details on rmgs.com. Go to rmgs.com, get your information, get your ticket. Let's see you out here. And uh, let's go make a difference in the world, everybody. Also, go to CodyBateman.com, K-O-D-Y, CodyBateman.com. Get a copy of Power of Human Connection. And uh, let's go out and be kind to each other. That's what this message is all about. So take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. 
If you have enjoyed this episode of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that together we can get this message, The Power of Human Connection, out to the world. You can find Cody's new book, The Power of Human Connection, on Amazon or the Send Out Cards gift store.